Howdy folks and welcome to this special bonus edition of Grass Talk Radio. And I'm calling this a bonus episode because this may not be of interest to every single listener of the podcast. Because today I'm going to address my the information in this episode specifically to people who are users of BradleyLaird.com, users of my free information and free lessons, or my paid learning materials, videos, ebooks, those sorts of things. And the reason I want to do this is once in a while, probably one out of maybe a hundred or one out of 200 people who come along and if, first of all, let me say this, if somebody comes along and is, you know, cruising the internet and ends up on my site and is looking at, you know, my free claw hammer banjo lessons or something, I will never know that other than I will know that a visitor came and it'll click off a little something in, in Google analytics that says you had a visitor and they were, they went to this page and they stayed on this page for, you know, three and a half minutes. So I, I have a little statistical knowledge of what's happening with visitors to the free material, but I don't know who you are. So at a certain point, some people want to purchase some of the materials that I have. At that point, I do get a little bit more information about the person, but not much. You might be surprised how little I actually know about who you are if, let's say, you bought a banjo video or a book or something. I get very little information, but I will, out of maybe, let's say, out of a hundred people who purchase and download something off of my site. You know, they decide they want to get beginning mandolin one, the video lesson, and they purchase it. Well, about one out of a hundred or maybe one out of 200 people will have some sort of little technical difficulty. They can't quite figure out how to go through the process. You know, they've got a little snag. And I'll get an email from them. It's pretty rare, but every time it occurs, it reminds me that not everyone on the planet is at the same technical skill level in terms of the Internet. You know, there are people like my 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 10 year old son who seems to do, uh, you know, surfing of the Internet as if. I mean, the kid was born in the internet age. He does things and I don't even understand what he's up to most of the time. So you have people on that end of the spectrum who are pretty technically savvy, or maybe they work in that industry or in the job that they have. They're on the computer all day long and they're, you know, they're just more familiar with it. And then you've got other people and it's, it's, I'm not, you know, saying there's anything wrong with, you know, non-technical people, but you know, there's plenty of people that aren't super familiar with how computers function, how files get transferred. You know, it's a bit of a mystery to them. 
um, some of my best friends, you know, honestly don't have a clue about these things. Uh, my good friend, Buddy Ashmore, don't ask him about a computer. Now, if you ask him about how to paint motorcycle fenders or how to pinstripe an A-model Ford, you know, you're in for a very long uh, discussion, but don't ask him about Facebook. You know, his wife has the Facebook account. So you've got a spectrum of people. Some have, you know, technical skills because they were just born into this Internet age and other people who have acquired those skills and some people that just frankly don't have them. And, and that's okay. That whole spectrum of people end up at my site. But it's a very small minority who I ever hear from. And because, you know, they're having some sort of a little technical snafu. I, I, I got an email one time and the entire email was written into the subject line of the email. And it was very, um, uh, I had very <laughs> rudimentary information about them. It, it basically said, can't get the book, you know, help, <laughs> you know, you know, but it was all written in the subject line, you know, and that was an immediate clue to me that this person is not super familiar with email, you know, that they, they entered their entire text to me in the subject line and there was nothing in the body of the email. Now I'm not, I'm not saying that's some, you know, that's a bad thing. It's just a difficult thing. It's if, if there are people that have those sort of, you know, lack of understanding of the internet, they're going to have an occasional problem trying to sort it out. So whenever one of these instances would occur, you know, I would write back to them and try to get a little more information out of them. Okay, what what exactly was it you're you're attempting to you know to purchase? Which book? Not the book, but which book? Um, tell me what happened. You know, did did you get an error message? Did you were you able to download it? And you know, so anyway, I would inquire. Well, unfortunately, you know, and we're, I'm talking about one percent of of the customer base, you might say. Well, they don't really know enough to even answer those questions. So sometimes you have to very carefully write your questions. And I swear I have even suggested a few times to kind of make, you know, half jokingly, you know, um, that, you know, they might want to, uh, you know, get their local fifth grader to come over and show them how to do it. Because, you know, there's a lot of people now who have purchased, um, tablets and Chromebooks and doing things on tablets and phones, iPhones and things like this, who were not previous computer users or computer owners. And, you know, it's a little more confusing for folks like that. Now, I've tried to make things as simple as possible, but inevitably something is going to come up where somebody's going to say, you know, I tried to do this and it, it won't let me. And I have to try to sort all those things out. And with the huge array of devices that are out there and the huge variation in people's understanding of how to do these things, it's sometimes a little difficult. So I think maybe this episode is, is my effort to uh, preempt some of that. Maybe one person who could benefit from what I'm about to talk about here 
will listen to this podcast first, and then we'll have a little bit better understanding of how things go. But I, I think there are a lot of people in the middle too. Let's say somebody comes along and buys my ebook, The Flint Hill Scrolls, and it says buy now, and they click it, and they purchase it, and they download it, and they, you know, open the file, and there it is, and everything's great, and I don't hear from them. But they may not know some other things as well. So even if you're a successful customer, user of my site, even of my free material, there could be some things in here that you didn't know about and that maybe, it, you know, you'll be a, a little more informed about. Okay, so what I want to do is kind of break this episode into two parts. And the first part is what I'm going to call a walking tour of BradleyLaird.com. Because I think a lot of people don't, you know, they come into the site through various ways. There are literally hundreds and hundreds of individual web pages on my site. And Google, if you just search for something, may take you to some page deep within the labyrinth of my site, and you begin navigating outwards from there. In other words, it's like a giant, crazy, seven-story mansion with 400 doors to the outside world where people can come in. And I think it's just helpful if people can find the lobby, you know, go to the lobby because that's where the signs are. That's, that's where the, oh, on the third floor is this. And, you know, the lounge is to the left. And if you can get into the lobby, you have a, a lot better chance of navigating through all the material that's there. And, and quite frankly, I'm going to admit this. My site has gotten out of hand. It's, it's gotten crazy. I've tried to keep it as simple as possible. If you will find the lobby, once you find the lobby, then you can navigate down the different hallways and the, and the different things that are there. But as you travel, let's say you go into a building and you walk into the lobby and then you go to the second floor and you begin to walk down a hallway and you go into a room. Well, you've learned what's there, but you don't know what's in the room next to you. And you don't know what's on the floor above you or the floor below you. And so that's the first thing I want to do is a quickie walking tour through BradleyLaird.com so that you'll know basically what's there and how I've organized it. Because there's probably a lot of things and information on the site that you haven't seen. So I'm going to do that first, and that could take a little while. I did this one time as a video where I was using screen capture, and it didn't get that many views. I had it on my site for a while, and it just wasn't getting viewed, so I, I took it off. I think it may still be on my YouTube channel, but it's not up on the site anymore. But if during this phase of it, you want to sort of follow along uh, with what I'm talking about, all you have to do is pull up on your browser, you know, get on the internet and go to bradleylaird.com. That's where I'm starting. So I'm going to do a little walking tour. And then in the second half of this episode, I'm going to talk about really the process of 
purchasing my materials. And again, this is only going to apply to the 1% of customers who are having a little difficulty. But if, you know, if you've, if you've downloaded, even downloaded some of my free stuff, um, you might hear something that you didn't know and would be helpful to you. So that's going to be the second half. I'm going to just talk about some of the various, um, the hows and whys of actually getting the material that I do sell. So let's begin with a walking tour at bradleylaird.com. And before I get into it, I want to state that the site began as a single page. And if you go back and listen to the masterclass story, that podcast episode, I told some of the history of how I got into this. Well, the thing has grown, you know, it has grown and therefore the site has grown too. Initially, I just needed a place for people to go read a description of Mandolin Masterclass and then came Mandolin Training Camp and then came the Mandolin Handbook. So all this got on a single page. And if you wanted it, you know, I told you, you know, my address, where to send a check or money order, that kind of thing. But over time, as I added more things, as I started doing free videos and I started doing Mandolin instruction videos and banjo books and banjo videos and this thing just grew and grew and grew. So I've sort of divided up bradleylaird.com into different areas. So if you're on your browser and you're looking at bradleylaird.com, I'm just going to point out what you see at the top. Just a little banner. It says bradleylaird.com, free lessons, core charts, ebooks, instructional videos. Underneath that, it says home, bio, blog, and contact. And those are little menu buttons. If you put your mouse over those, you'll see it turns into a little finger or pointer. And if you click home, you're going to end up on this page. This is my home page. It's the main lobby. If you go over and click on bio, which I don't know if, you know, you may have just never noticed that that's a, it's actually a little menu. If you hit bio, you get a page full of, you know, my, my musical history, you might say. If you click blog, this is something that I think a lot of people don't even realize is there. Long before I did the podcast, I used to do the same sort of thing that I do in the podcast, but I would write it. And I would write articles on various subjects. So if you click blog, you're going to be presented with a whole bunch of articles. You know, if you're a mandolin player, there's some mandolin stuff. If you're a banjo player, there's a banjo stuff. There's some stuff that applies to everybody. And there's some just oddball articles. Like I wrote an article called Thoughts on the Caveman Diet. You know, there's just stuff there that you may not have seen. So take a look at that. Take a look at those articles. There could be something there. Here's one of the things I'm, I'm pretty big on that if I've done something once, I tend to not want to do it again. So for example, one of the articles that I put up there was how to, it, it, it says, so you just got a banjo and this article describes, you know, opening up a box and, you know, the condition the banjo is usually in when you open the UPS box, 
how to put the bridge on, how to put it in the right place, how to tune it up and some basic setup information. So it's, you know, it's that little set of instructions that didn't come in the box. Well, I did one of those for banjo and I did one of those for mandolin. So I've already done it. So it's unlikely that I'm going to, you know, create a podcast or another web page or a YouTube video talking about the very same things that I've already talked about. But you might have missed this. So if that's useful to you, or maybe you're buying a mandolin for your granddaughter, well, you might want, if you knew this article existed, that little article could be very helpful to that new mandolin owner. So all I'm saying is scope out the blog. So if you just go to bradleylaird.com and click the word blog, then the next menu item is the word contact. This is something that because there are numerous ways to contact me, I state a little something on that page about the best way to contact me. And by far, without question, the best way to contact me. And if you have a question about my website or my material or a problem with a purchase you're trying to make or anything at all that I will know about, who would know more about, you know, what's going on on BradleyLaird.com than Bradley Laird. So email me. I invite you to do that. But I will sometimes get a message through Twitter because I do have a Twitter account. And I sometimes get a Facebook message. These are not the way to contact me. But people don't know that. You know, if if you're the kind of person that, you know, is on Facebook four and a half hours a day and you carry it around your pocket and you check it all the time, you might be assuming that so is everybody else. But I'm not that guy. I, I don't carry Facebook around. I don't even have a smartphone. I have a little flip phone. I'm not wired to Facebook, but people don't know that. So now that you've heard me say this, you know it. So if you want to contact me, the best way is an email. And right there on that contact page, it has a link that says email me. And if you click that, it's just going to open up a pre-addressed email to me and, you know, tell me what's on your mind. And the reason I use email is because I can just have one place where I get contacted. If if you have five places, you're going to miss people. You know, if you send me a Twitter message, I, I'm not sure when I'll see that because I'm just not hooked in 24-7 to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram or any of those other things. But I, I constantly monitor email because if a per, if a person purchases or is attempting to purchase something of mine, let's say they paid 10 bucks for one of my eBooks and they're having trouble downloading it. I want to know because I want to help you. I want to help you get it. I don't want your money if I can't deliver the product to you. So all those transactions are handled through my email. So I'm looking at my email several times a day. So if you want to contact me, that's the best way. And the easiest way to remember that is simply to go to bradleylaird.com, click contact, and there's the link that says email me. Now, something else about that page is right below that, I talk about the free student newsletter. And that's, I didn't know where else to put it. So I just stuck my little sign up form for my monthly email newsletter. 
And if you don't know about the newsletter, I, I don't like spam and I don't like getting a bunch of emails. You know, you've probably bought something sometime. I bought a cheese making kit one time and I got on their email list and I started getting like the daily cheese <laughs> making email. It just got to be too much, you know? So I am firmly committed to sending out a once a month email. That's it to anybody who has purchased any of my materials. That's where I get your email and I send you the email. And if you don't want it, just hit unsubscribe. I don't want to send you stuff you don't want. But people come along several times a week. I'll, I'll just get somebody has subscribed to my monthly newsletter. And the reason it's a good idea to subscribe to it is I put in there in the little email, you know, kind of like stuff that's in the blog article uh, in the last um, last month's email newsletter. I talked about humidity and why you need to take precautions because we're moving into that dry winter period where we're all running our heat in the northern hemisphere. And I just talked a little bit about instruments and humidity. I typically oftentimes will have a, an article like that and many times a discount. You know, so if there's something you've been thinking about buying, if you're on the email list, there may be a discount coupon code. I think last month I just had a blanket 35% off anything in my store, if my memory serves me right. The other thing that I use it for is whenever anything new comes out. So if I got a new podcast or a new product or, you know, anything at all that I feel like you might want to know about, I put it in there. For example, when I, when I finished up my base instruction course ebook, I put it in the, in the newsletter. Now you might not be a bass player. You may never want to play a bass, but you might have a friend who does and you can go, Oh, Brad has finished another new ebook. So that's all it is. And it's, it's easy to subscribe to and it's easy to unsubscribe to if you, maybe you, change your mind and you don't really want to do bluegrass after a while. That's okay. Anyway, that sign up sheet is on the contact page at bradleylaird.com and right under it, it says view previous newsletters here. And if you click that link, you will see every newsletter that I've put out since, uh, the fourth month of 2017, you can go back there and, you know, even before you sign up for it, you could, take a look and say, well, what is, what is he sending out each month? You can look at every single email that I've done and they're all there and been a lot of discounts. Sometimes I'll just discount one product and, you know, to kind of draw attention to it. And sometimes it's just like, Hey, you know, I've lost my mind. It's 50% off everything for 24 hours, things like that. So anyway, that's what's on that little menu, home, bio, blog, and contact. Now, I'm back to the main page. I've hit the home page. The way I've organized this is on the left, there's a sidebar that runs down. And at the top of that is my Twitter feed. And that appears in a lot of places throughout my site. And it's just so that people can see if there's something new. Because when a new podcast episode comes out, I post it on Twitter so that it will show up right there. 
So it's just a way to keep the site kind of looking alive. And so the most recent activity that I'm up to shows up right there in the main lobby at bradleylaird.com. So that's what that's about. You got the little Twitter feed over there. Then under that are some little things that look kind of like Google ads, but they're not Google ads. Those are my own little links. It says free banjo lessons, free climber banjo lessons, free mandolin lessons, bluegrass jam tracks, jam session survival kit. All those are links within my site. Those are not Google ads. Um, they're just a quick way to, you know, when somebody comes to the site to kind of see what's there. Then over on the right side, the right two thirds, what you see is a bunch of different banners running all down. And these are like the different areas of the site. And I'm just going to zoom through them very quickly. The top one. Oh, let me point out something too, that I don't think, you know, maybe 10, 15 times a week, somebody does this, but throughout my site, all over the place on practically every page of my site, there's a little little button you see that says share. It's got a little orange plus sign. And if you hover over it, you see Google, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, email, print, Gmail, more, 187 more options. That little share button is how you can tell other people about the page that you're on. So if you're here on the homepage of BradleyLair.com and you want to tell somebody else about it, just hit share, click the Facebook thing, click the Twitter click email, and it just makes it a whole lot simpler for you. Uh, sometimes it's, it's even a way to maybe you're at work and, you know, or you're on your phone and you found a page that you want to remember. You can click that little share button and email it to yourself. Then when you get home that night, you've got this email from yourself with a link to that page. Okay. So now let's zoom down through the major sections. The first one is grasstalkradio.com. You're listening to a podcast right now on grasstalkradio.com. If you click that banner, you will be presented with a list of every episode that I have done so far. And as a podcast listener, you're probably already familiar with that page. That's where all of them are. And every episode, if you click on one like Episode 19, click on that, you get a second page that has the show notes for that episode. So if I'm talking in episode 19 about something and I mentioned it, I may put a link to that on that page. Just because, you know, if you're listening to a podcast in the car or something, you may not, may not be easy for you to write down a complicated long URL link. So you can always go to the show notes page to find links to the things I was talking about in that particular episode. Okay, so that's the Grass Talk radio hallway or floor in this crazy mansion. Next thing down is called Play the Mandolin. That's where my free mandolin lessons live. And Let's say you came into the site through one of those many doorways by searching in Google and you ended up on a, on a page specific to one particular video lesson that I sell. Well, you may not know about all these free lessons. So I encourage you don't, don't neglect the free material. 
And here's why. Like I was talking about before, once I've done something once, I don't like to just keep rehashing the same thing over and over. So there is content about how to play the mandolin in the free lessons that I don't put into my paid lessons. You know, if I gave it to you for free, why would I turn around and give you the same information later and then charge you for it? And here's a good example. I did a couple of free videos on how to read mandolin tablature. So then somebody comes along and buys beginning mandolin one. I don't explain how to read tablature in that video because I already did the free video on how to read that. So it's, it's, I think it's important that if you're using any of my materials that you purchase, that you also become really familiar with the free material. Now, if you were to click on play the mandolin, that's where all the free lessons are listed. It also has links to some of my paid product. That's why that section exists. I mean, ultimately I do want to sell material, but if you go over to play the mandolin and then you click on, there's a little menu at the top of every page, home, free mandolin core charts, free video lessons, free podcast, free beginning mandolin lessons, free mandolin tabs, Brad's ebooks. That little menu shows up at the top of every page in that section. So it's just little text menus. If you were to go to the free lessons, bam, you are given a list of 60 mandolin videos. Many of them are free lessons and some of the, many of them are not. But if you were to begin with beginning mandolin one, you would have missed the video getting started, tuning a mandolin, beginner mandolin chords, reading mandolin tab one, and reading mandolin tab two. Those are all free videos that come before beginning mandolin one, which is the first paid lesson. And then it goes right on to another free lesson. What is a major scale? And because I created that, what is a major scale video, I'm not going to go over it again in beginning mandolin two. So what I'm saying is, if you're using my mandolin videos, the paid premium download mandolin videos that come with the tracks and the PDF and all that stuff, be sure that you don't skip over the free videos too. Okay. So that is what's happening there on the play the mandolin site. There are just free lessons galore. Explore it. If you somehow ended up directly into the videos, go back and look through all that free stuff. There's information there that I may not have covered in the pay lessons. And also, this is really just for the mandolin players. If you end up over on the video page, at that point, I'm just describing all the videos. Beginning Mandolin 1, what is it? What's in it? And there's a demo. And then Beginning Mandolin 2, Beginning Mandolin 3, and so on and so on through all of these lessons. There is a suggested order. It's, it's the order that I suggest people work through them. And right at the top of that list of videos where it says beginner lessons, it says to help you keep track of your progress. I've prepared a le lesson checklist, which includes the free lessons that I suggest you watch. Click here to download it free. That 
I think is very important if you're using my Madeline videos to learn. Download the free checklist. It's a single PDF file that lists every video in order, including the free ones. So it's a good way to make sure that you're not skipping one of the free videos that would have helped you understand, you know, like beginning man on four better. And because you may not be, you may be listening to this and not following along and not browsing around the site along with me. Remember that I'm going to create a show notes page for this episode over on grasstalkradio.com or go to bradleylair.com and click the grass talk radio banner and then go down to this episode. There, I will put links to these specific things I'm mentioning. I'm mentioning this mandolin video lesson checklist. I'll put a link to it there so you don't have to hunt around the site trying to find it. So just remember that. Go to the show notes page for this bonus episode, and I'll have links to many of these things I'm talking about. Okay, so that's the free stuff. And it leads, that's how you get into the videos, the mandolin video lessons as well, through that Play the Mandolin. Right under that, it says Bradley Lair's, I'm back on the homepage again, back on BradleyLair.com. The next banner down says Bradley Laird's Mando University. That section are all of my mandolin-related eBooks. So if you click that, you're going to find Madeline Masterclass, Madeline Training Camp, Madeline Handbook, the complete learning system, which is just a collection of all of these ebooks. And at the top, there's a little menu. And if you hit more, that's the page that I think a lot of people don't ever find. If you're on that Mando University section and you click more, there's more stuff there. There's the Mandolin Essentials Package, the Beginning Mandolin Instruction Course, Metronome Tracks. There's all sorts of stuff on that. So, you know, take a little time if you're a mandolin player and look around at the various pages within that Mando University section. Okay, then down below that, on back on the main page again, back on BradleyLaird.com, it's the Play the Banjo. It's got a green background. So it says Play the Banjo. That's the free bluegrass style banjo lessons. Very much like the mandolin is organized with the free lessons and then all the ebooks and stuff like that below it. Same thing here. The free bluegrass banjo lessons are on that. Click that green play the banjo banner and you're going to have a list of all the lessons, the free lessons that are up there. Under that on the main page, it says Bradley Laird's banjo ebooks. That's where the course, the banjo instruction course PDF download is there. The play the banjo by ear video course, the Flint Hill scrolls forbidden book of banjo knowledge. Uh, one of my greatest creations, I think those are there easy to pick banjo tabs, wild and weird banjo endings, etc. All the banjo-related ebooks are there where it says Bradley Laird's banjo ebooks. Okay, moving on down, then back on the main BradleyLaird.com homepage. Under that, Ranger Brad's How to Play Clawhammer Banjo. That's the free Clawhammer Banjo lessons. So you want to tinker around with Clawhammer? 
that's where you go. And if you go there, you're presented with menus and stuff like this at the top of every page. If you hit free video lesson, there's your free, the first video lesson, basic claw hammer lick. And under that are 18 more claw hammer banjo video download lessons. It's all there. Everything claw hammer you'll find under that one banner, how to play claw hammer banjo. Okay. So going back to bradleylair.com again, the next thing down is the bluegrass bass instruction course. If you click that, it's going to take you to the section of the site where I talk about bluegrass bass and I present to you the instruction course that I have put together for that. The next banner down on the main homepage is jam session survival. Let me go into that and describe what you see there. On that page, you're going to see a list of 100 tunes. That's the tunes that are in the Jam Session Survival Mobile Edition and the ebook PDF uh, print size edition. It's available two ways the classic version and the mobile version. And they're both, they're each five bucks. So they're, they're very inexpensive. And there's a video at the bottom of that page that explains it. But that 100 tunes, those are the, the tunes that are in it. But there's a little extra information. There is, at the bottom of that list, a page about how to transpose and another page about how to use capo to play in any key. So, you know, dig around on that page. There's a good bit of information that's useful to guitar players, dobro players, mandolin players, banjo players. So... Cruise around the Jam Session Survival Kit page, and you'll find those things. Then, back on the main homepage, bradleylair.com, have the student newsletter. Well, that's just a link over to that sign-up page for if you want to subscribe to the newsletter. That's pretty simple. It's a one-page area of the site. Then under that, we have the Bluegrass Family Band Songbook. It has its own page dedicated just to that. You can go over there and take a look at that if you want to. Then the next one down is the Appalachian Dulcimer lessons. And it, very much like the other ones, it's the free lessons and then the downloadable ebook, which is additional lessons. Then you have the how to play bluegrass guitar. And then at the very bottom of the main page, you have the ancient order of the mandolin. If you are a mandolin player, you might just want to look at that. This was one of the very first things that ever was on my site, and I really can't explain it. Just kind of look around at it. In fact, as my son Jackson would say, if I explain it to you, I might have to kill you. This is a highly secret, esoteric section of the site, but I, I leave it up there. So if you want to know what the ancient order of the mandolin is, you might find out by clicking there. Then down toward the bottom of the page, I've got a little information for people that want to take private lessons. And I've also got a link to my son's little online newspaper. I just needed a place to put these things. So they live at the bottom of my main homepage. And if you go way on down to the bottom, there is a spinning globe that I think I added to the site in, I don't know, 2015. And it just shows where in the world people are. And all those little red dots is somebody has visited the site and as of today, it says 317,898 visits. 
And if you click on the little, there's a little uh, four-way directional arrow. If you were to click that, it'll take you over to that little widget site and present you with a list of every country and how many visits, you know, people have come to the site. It's kind of interesting to look at that thing. Okay, so that's the basic gist of BradleyLaird.com. The only thing I can suggest to you is if you haven't waded down every little hallway and nook and cranny of it, just take it one section at a time and, you know, dig around in there a little bit. But always remember that if you get lost, just go to BradleyLaird.com and you'll be back in the lobby. And, you know, you can kind of start over that kind of resets where you are within the site. Okay, so that's kind of how you get around within the site. Now to the second part of this bonus episode, I want to talk about some of the issues that have come up with this very tiny percentage of people in the hopes that maybe I can prevent that from occurring in the future. So here's the thing. And, and from this point forward, I'm talking about downloadable instructional material that you would be purchasing through my online store. And at the outset of this, I want to make it clear that I use a third party provider to handle the transaction and to deliver the file to you. So it actually doesn't come through me. It doesn't come to my computer. Even I use an outfit called PayHip. P-A-Y-H-I-P.com. I upload my downloadable material to that site and I describe it. And I put a picture and I set the price. And when you click on any of my items to buy them and you click the buy now button, you're taken to their site and you go through the transaction process and you download it. And I really don't control that. I wouldn't even know how to do that. Quite frankly, I wouldn't know how to process a, an encrypted credit card transaction or anything like that. So this third party provider, payhip.com takes your money and sends you the file. And what they do is after the fact, they send me an email saying, you know, John Doe at, AOL.com purchased the banjo instruction course. That's what I get. That's the information I get. I get your email address and what you bought. That's all the data that I have. So I don't have your credit card information. I in most cases don't even know your name. What I get is the email address that you used during the transaction. And sometimes people have multiple email addresses. They may have an email address that they use for buying things online. And it's not their regular email address that they use to talk to their aunt or something. So always remember that, that the only information that I get after you purchase something is an email from PayHip saying, you know, John Doe at AOL.com purchased XYZ. And it, you know, of course has the date date and time. I think that's all I know at that point. So if you do communicate with me later and you use a different email address, I may have trouble finding you within the system. So you may have to tell me the email that you, that you actually used for the transaction. 
So that's the first thing. That's the only information that I will get unless I hear from you later. Um, okay. So that's just des describing the, the, the fact that I use a third party provider to actually send you the files. That way I can be in bed asleep and you can be in Finland downloading, you know, jam session survival. And it all just takes place without me having to be awake and sitting there and I don't physically send you the files. They send them to you and they handle the transaction. Now here's the next issue that has come up a few times. And I'm going to go to one of my products so that I can kind of walk you through it a little bit. I'm going to just jump over to Mando, the Mando university link. And then I'm going to click on mandolin masterclass. And right there on my own site is a description and a picture of the product. And it tells you, you know, that it comes, it's a PDF file with 11 MP3 tracks. It's 34.6 megabytes in size and it's $15. And then there's a buy now button. Okay. If I click the buy now button, what it will do, it has now moved over to the pay hip site to my store that product in my PayHip store. See, this is kind of not on my website anymore. And so there's the description of it again, and it says buy now. And I'm getting to the thing that sometimes befuddles some people. So if you click buy now, it says add it to cart. And there's it. It's listed. It says Mandolin Masterclass ebook plus 11 MP3 tracks, $15, total $15. Then it says continue to PayPal. And some people put on the brakes right there because they say, well, I don't have a PayPal account. I guess I can't buy this. And unfortunately, I don't control how PayHip, the wording they use on their buttons within their site and so on. I can't do anything about what that says. It says continue to PayPal. And if you didn't have a PayPal account, you might think, well, gosh, I guess I can't buy this, but it's not true. If you click continue to PayPal, it's now, they're now going to transfer you over to PayPal site. So you've gone from my site to PayHip, and now you're over on PayPal. Well, guess what? Over on PayPal, you can pay with your PayPal account balance or right under that, it says pay with credit card or debit card. And it's got the little Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express um, logos there. And you do not have to have a PayPal account to use it. It's just a lot of people don't know that. They see that continue to PayPal and they think, well, I don't have PayPal. I can't do this. It's not true. PayPal will process credit card or debit card or PayPal balance transactions. It's just not super clear by the wording of that little button that says proceed to PayPal. If I could get them to change it, I would. I have tried. I have requested many times that it just says, you know, they just change that wording to complete transaction or something. Anyway, I'm not in charge of that. So if you get to that stage and you you want to buy something, it says continue to PayPal, go ahead and click it. And as soon as you are moved over to PayPal, you're going to see the credit card and debit card options.
And then when you pay for it, you're, you will be taken back to the PayHip store and you'll be presented with a button to download the product. And you'll also get an email to the email address associated with that transaction, the one that you logged in with. It will send you an email just confirming the transaction, and that will also contain a download link. So I walked you through that just so that if you're a person who does not have a PayPal account, it doesn't matter. Go ahead and click that button, and you can use a credit card or debit card to purchase any of these items. Okay. Now, the next thing is let's talk about the download itself. My products range they fall into two basic categories. There are certain products that are just a single PDF file, just a document. It's one file. A good example of that is the Jam Session Survival, either version of it, Jam Session Survival ebook. It's just a PDF. It's one file. You pay for it, you get the download, and you download it. That's it. So you can open that PDF file with any kind of PDF reader. I really highly suggest people use the, the real Adobe free PDF readers. Practically every computer today has PDF displaying and reading abilities. You know, even tablets and iPads and things like that have it in there. But I, I do think since Adobe, you know, came up with the, the PDF thing, that using theirs, I think, I think it works better. But anyway, PDFs usually are not a problem, and that's just a single file. So that's the one category. Things like my base instruction course, it's just a single PDF. If you buy the Man on Handbook, it's just a single PDF. Those are pretty simple to do. It's pretty simple to even do those on some kind of a tablet or something. Now, the other types of products that I offer are collections of files. If you buy, let's say, the complete banjo learning system, well, it's going to have a whole bunch of ebooks in there and possibly some audio tracks. It will have audio tracks. That complete banjo learning system has five PDF books in it and 91 MP3 audio tracks. So all of these files are merge together into a single file called a zip file. So you only have to download this one file and it ends with .zip, .zip. It's a zip compressed file. And when you unzip it, then you have all the, the stuff inside it. So it's anything that's not a single file product is going to be in a zip format. Most desktop and laptop computers have no trouble whatsoever dealing with zip files. However, you know, mobile phones and tablets and things like that often do have trouble with zip files. And you got to have a special app. For example, on the iPad, there is a free unzip app. So if you get a zipped file, you can unzip it on your tablet. Frankly, there are so many different devices out there. I can't really advise you in how to do that. Other than I can say that I know it exists. 
I know there is, there are unzip utilities for a tablet. But just bear in mind that all of my video lessons and all of the packages that include multiple things are coming to you in a zip file format. And then you unzip it, typically, like on a, on a Mac or I think on most Windows computers, all you simply do is double click on it and it will just unzip. And you'll have a folder and then everything will be inside that folder. So I just want you to be aware of the fact that many of my products and all of my video lessons are in a zip format. So you can Google free unzip utility and the name of your device and gizmo that you're doing this on. And I have yet to be stumped. Uh, there are plenty of free unzip utilities. If for some reason your computer doesn't, uh, doesn't automatically handle zip files. So just be aware uh, get a little bit familiar with zip files because all the videos and all of the ebook collections are going to come to you in a zipped format. And by the way, that zipping also makes the file transfer faster because it compresses the file and makes the file size smaller. So it's helpful too in making sure that, you know, the transfer takes place a little quicker. And the other thing about a zip file is that it guarantees that the files within it will be uncorrupted. You actually can't get the file if it's in any way not a an exact duplicate of what I put up on in my store. In other words, you can't really change the contents of a zip file. You either get the whole thing in one chunk or you don't. It's, it's impossible that you could open a zip file and one of the files inside it is somehow corrupted. It's either all or nothing. It's either the whole thing is corrupted in some way and, you know, the download would fail or it's going to be intact. And when you unzip it, everything inside it is going to be an exact duplicate of what I uploaded to my store. So in other words, it's impossible that two different people download the same zip file and end up with two different things. They're going to have exact duplicates. So that's a little bit about zipping. Just know that all of my videos and all of the ebook packages that contain more than one thing are going to be in a zip format. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about what's actually in these lessons. The formats, all of the print material, what I call the print material, is in PDF format, portable document format. And as I stated before, practically all of those, practically every device, every computing device is capable of reading and displaying a PDF. I don't get, I, it's very rare, maybe once a year I get an email from somebody who's having some difficulty opening a PDF. It is so common these days that most people don't have any trouble. And I want to say there are all kind of settings that can be put on a PDF file. I could password protect them and I could limit printing and there's all kind of settings, but I don't do any of that. I, I don't, there are no passwords. You don't have to enter a, a password into them to open them. And if, if you bought the PDF and you want to print it on your, you know, HP printer up in the, in the bedroom, they're, they're all printable too. You may just want to print certain pages from certain documents. 
So all of my ebooks are in that PDF format. All of my videos come with an accompanying PDF file that has the tablature and notation for that that goes along with that video. And if you've bought any of these things, you, you've seen all this before and you know what I'm talking about. Many of my products, like the Mandolin Instruction Course, the Banjo Instruction Course, and many, many of the videos also come with MP3 tracks. And they'll just be in a little folder inside the main folder that when you unzip it, there'll be a folder inside there that says MP3 tracks. You open that and those are just your typical MP3 audio files that you can drop into iTunes or put them on your iPod or play them in Windows Media Player, whatever you want to do with them. They're just standard MP3 files. There's nothing tricky about them. But one other thing I want to mention is sometimes in my ebooks, I will also embed the MP3s in the PDF. For example, if you get the Banjo Instruction Course and you're on page 12 and there's a track associated with page 12, I have a little button in the PDF that you can click it and play it right within the PDF document. But the reason I'm talking about this is not every PDF reader program will play tracks. So once in a while, I've had somebody say, you know, I'm using your dulcimer course, but the tracks won't play. I said, well, that's, and I will reply to them. Not every PDF display software has the capability to play audio tracks. If you use the real Adobe PDF reader software, it will. But sometimes people are using little plugins uh, that are in their browser or they're using, uh, you know, some kind of tablet device and maybe it just simply won't play the tracks. That's why if I'm giving you tracks, they're also going to be in their own little folder, just your standard MP3 files. I always include them both ways. Had a, had a lady not too long ago say, I can't play the tracks in the dulcimer thing. I said, well, did you notice the little folder? There's a little folder that says MP3 tracks. Look in there and there's all the tracks. And she looked and saw it and was able to play them. No problem. So just be aware that the MP3 tracks are embedded in the PDF sometimes, and but they're always also included in their own little folder. So when you unzip it, if there are tracks with the lesson or with the material, you're going to have a little folder full of audio tracks. Okay, then the last thing I want to talk about is the video. I've never once had a person say, I got the video and I can't play it. So I don't think there's really any kind of technical issue there. Apparently, pretty much any device is capable of playing the video format that I am supplying. Okay, so I've talked about how to contact me, um, a little bit about some of this technology of how it, how it all works. Um, last, last little thing I want to mention is I've had some people a few times ask me, do you have gift certificates? Like, you know, I want to, I'm giving somebody a banjo for Christmas and, you know, I would like to give them your, you know, complete banjo learning system or your how to play the banjo by ear course or whatever. Do you have a gift certificate? And I don't, I don't have a way. I have not set up a way to do that. So what I've suggested to people is that if you want to give any of these downloadable products as a gift, you know, maybe you're giving somebody a mandolin and you want to give them master class with it. Um, the simplest way 
and I think it's a, a very good way to do it, would be to just purchase the item and download it and unzip it, make sure everything's working fine, and then just get a little thumb drive, get a little USB thumb drive and copy the files over to it, eject the little thumb drive, and then just wrap that little thing up and stick it in their stocking and say, oh, here on this thumb drive, I got you, you know, the 18 video claw hammer banjo course, it's all on this little thumb drive and thumb drives are cheap. You probably got a drawer full of them. They make a great way to give someone else that file. So that's enough. Uh, hopefully I haven't bored you to tears. Maybe you're just, um, you know, you've got all this figured out and you don't need any hand holding. Um, and that's good. That's 99% of all the people. Unfortunately, I'm afraid that probably the people who really need to hear what I've just talked about probably won't know how to hear this. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, haven't quite figured out how to play a podcast on their gizmo or device. So anyway, I do feel for sympathetic towards people who have any kind of technical difficulties. But just remember, usually it's a fairly simple process. Uh, you may just need to get a little help from from somebody in your household or a neighbor or somebody who's just a little more familiar. If you're not super familiar with how computing and file transfers and all that kind of stuff work, sometimes just, you know, asking somebody for a little bit of help and you'll you'll figure it out. And I don't mind you contacting me. It's just it's hard for me to stand over everyone's shoulder and see exactly what you're doing on your device. It's it's a little hard to do this, but in many cases, I can point you to something that will solve the problem, like just pointing out that, you know, maybe you didn't notice that there's that folder full of MP3 tracks just to, you know, play those. <laughs> so sometimes it's pretty simple. But remember the, the concept of wading around through the the many hallways and the, the different areas of the site. If you get lost, just go to bradleylaird.com and you're back in the lobby and you'll be able to find your way outwards from there. And I, I do appreciate anybody using those share buttons to tell other people about my site and about my products. I appreciate your patience um, going through all of this. And at least now, I, maybe I'll sleep a little better knowing that I've said some of these things. And hopefully it will, you know, head off any kind of problem for the next uh, person who comes along who is a little bit befuddled or technically challenged in any way. And if you have any questions or comments about this episode and about how I basically do what I do, once again, just go to bradleylaird.com, click that word contact, and shoot me an email. So that's it for this bonus episode. I hope it was helpful, and y'all have a good day, and I'll talk to you in the next regular podcast. <laughs>